good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're watching this, great to have you with us today. Uh, it's a beautiful day here. I'm just outside of Poughkeepsie. This is the, uh, the Mid-Hudson Bridge. Beautiful, beautiful day here. And um, hey, so if you tuned in last week, you saw that, uh, you heard that we were walking through Matthew 6.33, where it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And I couldn't leave that verse um, hanging without rolling into verse 34, which kind of is a real compliment to that verse. And it says this, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough of its own problems. And it's such an incredibly valuable mantra, right? Our days are their own. Each day has enough problems, enough worries of their own. I mean, I couldn't help but think about everyone crossing over this bridge and the worries that they have, the worries that are keeping them from getting to the next day even. It's really, really interesting to think about that when you just think about all these people rolling through their lives. What's going on inside their cars, inside their families? And Jesus just so matter-of-factly, plainly states it like, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. come down off of that hill, it's a little too noisy up there, but the idea that, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. And Jesus really just stating it so matter-of-factly, right? Like, I love it. But, you know, I did a little um, digging on worry, and th this is reflected in the, uh, the devotion. Um, I forget what day it comes out, but there was a story about uh, the recovery community. And we've done a bunch of work in the recovery community and um, we have a lot of history with it. And uh, the, it, it says this, I'll just read it because I don't want to mess it up, but it says, those struggling with addiction while in recovery often cling to a set of guiding statements as they work to stay sober, right? A common mantra used in these situations is one day at a time. There's no value in that person worrying about whether they will fail to temptation tomorrow, right? Their addiction must be fought today. Tomorrow's fight will happen tomorrow. And I love, really do love that. And there's a little snake over there. That's always a problem. Um, <laughs> but I love that. Let me read it again. I don't want to get sidetracked here, right? So, uh... Their addiction must be fought today. Tomorrow's fight will happen tomorrow. And how often do we feel like, okay, we're gonna worry about tomorrow. We're gonna worry about what happens tomorrow because tomorrow, this, 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 this. And you're like, wait a minute. You know, we're losing sight of the forest for the trees. Like, today's fight happens today. Tomorrow's fight happens tomorrow. And Jesus clearly understood that dynamic and clearly just states and says, hey, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna take care of itself. Today is the day that you need to start worrying about. And then it goes on to say this, this is compatible with the principles found in this command from Jesus. He tells his followers not to worry about tomorrow. 
As he has already said, worry doesn't fix anything. Anxiety over things we cannot control or out of our reach makes no sense. And, oh my goodness, like, breathe that in just for a minute. Let me just, let me just say that again, because it's a very valuable, valuable thing to hear. As Jesus said already, worry doesn't fix anything. Anxiety over things we cannot control or out of our reach makes no sense. Let that sink in. Maybe I'll read it again. There's nobody here around me. I'm hanging out in the woods again. But it says, Jesus said this, worry doesn't fix anything. Anxiety over things we cannot control are out of our reach. They make no sense. God loves us and already knows not only what he wants to accomplish, but what he needs, uh, what, sorry, what we need to make that happen. And that was literally in the last verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. God knows what we need. He knows what we need and what he wants to accomplish in us. God knows it already. Jesus says in short that born again believers ought to let tomorrow worry about itself. So, I mean, just, you know, really just calling it what it is. If you are a Christian, if you are a believer, born again believers know that Jesus is in control and tomorrow is tomorrow. Yeah. And tomorrow there may be some wacky things that go on tomorrow, but today is today and we need to focus on today and focus on what God has for us today. It's so important. Christians cannot or should not make wise plans, nor is he saying, hang on, let me read that again. I think I read that wrong. Born again believers ought to let tomorrow worry about itself. He's not, all right, he's not saying that Christians cannot or should not make wise plans, nor is he saying believers ought to literally ignore anything but the most immediate questions. His context here is about the emotions of fear and anxiety. Those who trust in God shouldn't allow, sorry, shouldn't wallow in useless worry over the future. Tomorrow's fight will happen tomorrow. The battle to trust God is always happening in the current moment. Huh. The battle to trust God is always happening in the current moment. It's really, um, and then it goes on to say more, you can read about it in the devotion, but I, I just wanted to piggyback off of last week's devotion with another one, just talking about worry a little bit. And we've certainly talked about worry and anxiety and stress before. Like th these are not new topics that we're covering here. But what are you worrying about today? What is driving you to a state of anxiety that is getting in the way of your relationship with God and getting in the way of your ability to function? Think about that for a minute. What's getting in the way of your relationship with God and your ability to function? Um, that's a rough question. And that takes some soul searching. And I think part of the reason that I do these devotions is so that we can all just stop for a minute and so that I can stop for a minute, literally come out into the middle of nowhere and think about what's getting in the way of my relationship with God. 
what's getting in the way of my ability to function in my ability to function to be the me that God made me to be. And that is a compelling question and one that I'm asking today. So if you take this serious, if you take these devotions to heart, you should be breathing in and breathing out right now and really thinking about what the answer to that question is. Because I think God wants us so, so much to live in the freedom that he provides. And we get so wrapped up in who we are and who we're trying to be. And I didn't mean for this to be a devotion about me, but sorry, the song me. But when you think about it, like, we get so wrapped up in who we are and who we're trying to be that sometimes it's hard for us to stop and just say to God, hey God, who do you want me to be? Who do you want me to be today? I'm not gonna worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough problems of its own. The fight tomorrow is gonna happen tomorrow. But today, who do you want me to be today? And yeah, I can plan for tomorrow. I can plan for what's gonna happen, but I don't know what's gonna happen. But who do you want me to be today? Huh. Another devotion that took a turn that I didn't think it was gonna take. But that is a compelling question. God, who do you want me to be today? And then maybe the piggyback prayer to that is, God, equip me to be the person that you want me to be today. Equip me to be who you want me to be. Hmm. Hang on that for a minute. So I think that's enough uh, conviction for one day in the midst of the woods. But just think on that. It's a great question to ask God every once in a while. Hmm? It's a great question to ask God every day. God, who do you want me to be today? And how do you want me to live so that I can be a reflection of you to those that I encounter today? How can I be the hands and feet of Jesus today? And that's why, you know, we speak about this often, but that's why in our member program, it's so important that it's not just, hey, it's just a membership program where we can all come together. That's not what it's about. It's certainly part of it. But a big part of what we do is being the hands and feet of Jesus and seeing him move in and around our community. And that's why the first $2 of our membership goes straight to sponsoring a kid. Because that's one way that Jesus wants us to share all of it. So today, that's the question. God, who do you want me to be today? Okay. Get ready for the answer. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. But God will walk us through it. All right, guys. Amen. We'll see you on the next one. Take care.